The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. You're listening to the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. At 2.35 on this uh, Thursday afternoon, thanks for joining us uh, on the heels of uh, yesterday's uh, convoy, that uh, that uh, pro-pipeline uh, rally or oil energy sector rally that was uh, unbelievable to watch from our vantage point here yesterday. Um, it's also the time of year that a lot of media outlets do what we call year-enders. Right. So they sit down with the police chief or the fire chief or the mayor or the prime minister. And Mercedes Steve Stevenson, so she's the Ottawa Bureau Chief for Global Television. She sat down with uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau as a part of this year-ender. And uh, you'll be able to watch uh, the full piece coming up um, this weekend. But uh, there was a big segment based on oil, right. pipelines, and the energy sector. There was a, a, almost an eight-minute segment specifically about that and about Western alienation and our Prime Minister's perspective on on whether or not Western alienation was even a thing. Uh, so in that, he talks uh, pipelines, he talks uh, what's going on with, uh, with the energy sector, and as Andrew said, Western alienation. Take a listen. Oil, of course, a huge one right now. Your government has announced over $1.6 billion for Alberta, but it's not for more pipelines or for rail cars, which is what the Alberta government and the oil industry were asking for. Why didn't you give them what they requested? Uh, I think, first of all, we, we need to understand how much of a crisis uh, folks in Alberta are going through right now. Uh, families are suffering. This is an extremely difficult time. When I was out there a few weeks ago, I heard from members of the industry, members of the public who were really, really worried about the situation. And we were you know, pleased to be able to move forward and uh, supporting some of the companies and, and bringing forward short and medium-term solutions. But we know the only real solution uh, for uh, Alberta oil companies and for the industry is uh, to get our resources to new markets other than the United States. That's been something that has been at the top of the industry's wish list for about a decade and a half now. Uh, and uh, we think we're getting closer than we ever have before. But there's, a, there, there's still a lot of work to do. Why not buy the rail cars that the Alberta government's asking for? We're, our officials are engaged very much with uh, with the Alberta government and we're looking at that as, as, a, as a possible solution. Uh, we've heard from farmers uh, and other folks who are worried about uh, picking one important commodity over another. We know farmers have had challenges with getting their uh, uh, their, their grain to, uh, to ports on rail. We need to make sure there's no unintended consequences but we're absolutely uh, looking at how the best solution is. We're working with the Alberta government, and if uh, rail cars end up being uh, the right solution, then we're, we'll be happy to to, uh, to participate. Would you consider championing championing a, a West East pipeline? It doesn't have to be Energy East, but any pipeline that might go through Quebec. Well, if there's going to be uh, such a proposal, it has to come forward from the private sector. It has to come forward as uh, a real uh, a real approach. We right now there is no project on the table, and uh, we will you know look at any project that comes forward and allow it to go through the proper processes. Why wouldn't you consider reviving Energy East? It's not up to the federal government to revive uh, a pipeline project that for uh, market-based reasons the company uh, decided to withdraw. In terms of going forward, you are of course running Trans Mountain. It goes through British Columbia. British Columbians say 
When Quebec said they didn't want a pipeline, they didn't get a pipeline. When we said we don't want a pipeline, we're having one bought by the federal government forced down our throat. What do you say to British Columbians? Uh, actually, the British Columbian government uh, under Christy Clark was supportive of the Trans Mountain Pipeline expansion. Uh, there was a change in government and the government was opposed, but there were also a lot of folks in BC, including Indigenous communities, who understand that it is important for us to get our resources to new markets other than the United States. The fact that Alberta oil uh, can only export to one customer means uh, there are you know, billions, tens of billions of dollars of discount that we uh, don't have to spend on hospitals, schools, uh, and a, a vast array of important investments across this country. Getting our resources to new markets safely and securely in a way that protects the environment, in a way that reaches our climate change goals is something uh, that we're committed to doing and we're going to do it the right way. One quote that I hear over and over from Albertans, and I'll read it to you, you'll recognize it uh, that you said in January 2017 we can't shut down the oil sands tomorrow we need to phase them out we need to manage the transition off our dependence on fossil fuels there are Albertans who think your government hasn't intervened to a greater extent because you want to starve the oil sands I think that's, is that true no it's absolutely not clear I'm not going to uh, play politics with jobs across the country I know how hard-working uh, folks are right across the country particularly in the oil patch at a time where people are are, are suffering uh, that's why we bought a pipeline. The federal government took the unprecedented role that, that you know we got criticized for from uh, uh, you know, a number of corners. Uh, but but it was the only pipeline. way. But we're moving forward tangibly on the big project that is on the table that was able to get built. And that's, that's why we are making sure we're listening to the blueprint that the uh, Federal Court of Appeals laid forward where they said, yes, you need to consult with environment, uh, you need to listen to environmental science, you need to work with indigenous peoples, and you need to get the pipeline built in the right way if it's going to be built. We are listening to them, we are doing more consultation with indigenous peoples, we're doing uh, stronger environmental science, particularly around marine mammals, and we are demonstrating that we understand that the only way to move forward on getting our resources built to new markets is to do it a different way than it was tried in the past. That means respecting and involving communities and citizens' concerns about uh, environmental sustainability. There are some indigenous communities who are very opposed to this, and they've mm -hmm. said there'll be another OCA if the pipeline goes forward. Are you prepared for that? Uh, I think one of the things that we've seen is that there's never going to be unanimity on any issue in Canada amongst any group of Canadians, and indigenous Canadians are no different. There are folks who are in favor of it. There are folks who are against it. The important thing around the UN Declaration of the Rights of Indigenous Peoples is that there be genuine engagement, genuine uh, work to accommodate concerns, uh, to try and reach consent, to try and reach uh, support. Indigenous peoples in this country have been marginalized and, uh, and uh, excluded from our economic progress, our progress as communities. But are you prepared if it becomes violent? I, I think we are focused on making sure that things get done right and that people get listened to. Uh, we are going to meet, be making sure that things are done the right way. How serious do you think Western alienation is? I 
haven't met a lot of Canadians in any part of the country that have ill will towards any other Canadians in any other part of the country. Although Albertans were met, booing French the other day. Met, I haven't met a lot of Albertans who genuinely wish ill of Quebecers. I haven't met many Quebecers at all who wish ill of Albertans. I have seen politicians uh, of various stripes in various places trying to uh, foment negative sentiments and play the kinds of divisive cards that we've seen in the past. That's not my job as so Prime you Minister. you don't think Western alienation is growing? I think, I think there are politicians trying to exploit it, but I, I know that Canadians right across the country understand that we need to be there for each other if we're going to succeed, that when folks are facing a tough time, whether it's in Alberta or elsewhere, we need to support them. Is part of this based on votes? Because that's one of the theories. There's only a few seats in Alberta for the Liberal Party, and th therefore and there's been I've, a reluctance to act. bought a pipeline? <laughs> Because, because we're looking for more line. seats. That was the only one for sale at that particular moment. I mean, what do you want me to say? This was the project we needed to move forward in the right way on. It was about to be cancelled by the proponent. Uh, you could make it easier uh, to build more, though. You could ease some of the restrictions. Uh, that's one of the things we're doing, actually. We're moving forward on C69, which is actually going to create a clear process that will allow big projects to move forward. The Canadian Mining Association, uh, that is the, the industry that has the most environmental assessments has welcomed uh, this C69 because it creates more clarity for projects, it, it removes the doubling up of, of oversight from provincial or, or, uh, or federal, uh, it brings shorter timelines, less stopping of the clock, uh, earlier consultation so there's better predictability. And the minister gets to make the ultimate decision. Um, I think, I think people understand that there should be a level of political accountability on this and not just uh, unnamed bureaucrats having the final say. I think Canadians trust their politicians uh, to make the right decisions in the national interest and I think uh, it, it's important to have a process and actually uh, one of the things that, that industry had asked for when we did many of the consultations on how to get environmental assessment right in a way that works for industry, uh, they said they didn't want unnamed and anonymous backroom people uh, making determinations without accountability. And that was Prime Minister Justin Trudeau with the West Block's uh, Mercedes Stevenson. It was a part of the year-end interview that she did with him, and that was the segment on uh, the energy sector. Yeah, and as you might have expected, as we expect, actually, you know what, I'm going to let you peek right behind the curtain. So, Jalen and I agree on what the show's contents will be and in a case like that there were smaller clips we could have played we could have played mm -hmm. longer clips i had said play the whole eight minutes that has to do with the mm -hmm. eight eight uh, with the west and and you had said well you know what's going to happen is our text line and it did right so we've got the haters on the text line but here's the thing like it or not that's our prime minister yeah and he deserves the respect of being the prime minister and he deserves to be heard. And yesterday when Andrew Shear phoned in, we didn't cut him off. We nope. just said, say what you have to say. We let him talk. We got, he did, I'm sure, more than eight minutes when it was all said and done because we were bumping commercials to not have to yep. be able to hang up on him. So I wanted to give the prime minister the same amount of time. That's not to say that I agree with anything that the prime minister just said, but you need to give him the same amount of time. So we did that. And, uh, and I said to you, I don't really want to get into a whole lot of, uh, he's a liar, I hate this guy, phone calls or texts or anything like that. But I think as Canadians, when our prime minister speaks about Alberta, Alberta, we as Albertans, 
should listen. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to agree, but we should listen. Mm -hmm. And we should be aware of what our prime minister is saying and the direction that our government is going in. And even if it... You know, even if you will never vote for him, never vote for the Liberal Party and will never support, uh, you know, an Eastern or whatever your view is, in order to argue against policies you don't agree with, you should understand where those policies are coming from and you should understand what the Prime Minister is uh, trying to do so that you can logically and intelligently argue against it. So I said, play the whole eight minutes, leave it there switch topics that was my idea well yeah and you know? and just want to say this again um anyone who texts in or phones in and you're using um yeah. you know grown-up language and not calling names and not being not reducing things to the lowest common denominator trust me that just you know when you do that it just ruins your credibility and ruins your argument it does so, and you know what it, it, to be so, honest with you so, it ruins our day a little bit yes. I, you know because we love you guys like we love our listeners and we're here for you and then when you get four or five in a row of swearing name calling whatever you go oh please tell us that's not representative of the bulk of our listeners. Mm -hmm. Please tell us that our listeners are intelligent and well-spoken and well, interested and engaged and they like us and we like them. We and, know the majority of them are. Yeah. And I understand that um, the Prime Minister really, really bugs yeah, a I lot of people in this province. Trust me, we hear it all the time. We know it firsthand. Um, but again, to to make your point, Yeah. Don't don't reduce it to the lowest to, to the right. low hanging fruit to the low hanging fruit. Absolutely. Uh, uh, what do we say? Yeah, what do you say? Okay. I, I don't know what to say to that, especially after. Uh, you know, I'm For just some, I'm deleting somehow, my reply. Somehow, um, at least a couple of you uh, believe that by playing that and by saying what we said... Um, shows support yeah. for the Prime Minister and you're calling us all sorts of names. No, what we did, listeners, is play the full eight-minute interview uh, section of uh, the year in review that Mercedes Stevenson from the West Block did with the Prime Minister. That specifically dealt with Alberta and Alberta That's right. Albertan issues. And what we said is your name calling, <laughs> yeah. and when you reduce it to the lowest common denominator, um, makes you look like a fool. It, it really does. It makes you look ignorant. It makes yeah. you look like all the names that you're calling mm -hmm. us and the prime minister. So just you know, just so you know that again, let's be adults and let's have adult conversations. That's a this hammer is dumb uh, argument. You know, when somebody strikes their hand while trying to drive a nail and <laughs> accuses the hammer. Ah, stupid hammer! No, it was you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Chedville, we do have something uh, special coming up today. A couple of things that we want to tell you about um, throughout the day. I, I know some of you listen right from when you get mm -hmm. up in the morning until, you know, uh, until you go to bed at night. So some of you know about this. Some of you tune into certain shows. Uh, throughout all of the shows today, um, we're... We're, we're playing a feature called I Won't Be Home for the Holidays. Mm -hmm. And what we're doing is featuring uh, men and women who um, maybe they're working, maybe under different uh, circumstances for whatever reason, they're not going to be with their families mm -hmm. uh, this year. Maybe they're doing, um, you know, foreign aid work uh, overseas. Maybe they're in the military. Uh, maybe they, you know, this morning it was someone who was, you know, had checked into a, a facility to get some treatment. Um, 
to, to make sure that they're safe this Christmas season. Some really powerful stories. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have three of them coming up this afternoon. Yeah, I'm really you, that I'm, you're going I'm excited. To hear those. I've, I've listened to one of them already, and, mm-hmm. I, and I thought, well, I, I won't listen to the other two. I'll listen live with uh, with our listeners because they're very powerful. So uh, we're going to do that. Plus, mm-hmm. because we didn't get to the share tickets That's yesterday right. afternoon, we have two pair of share tickets to give away. That means you have two songs to identify. Okay, so they at some point, and today. you've done that to set up. Uh, they're in Burley? Of course you have. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to show up more often and for more time. <laughs> Whatever. Hi, Mike. <laughs> hey, how you doing, Jaylee? I'm good. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, thanks. Say, I just, you know, I heard you guys, and I can only imagine what your text line looks like. So I thought I'd give you a shout. Uh, I was one Edmontonian to a couple of pretty cheerful folks that, you know, I listen to all the time. And you know what? You guys are doing awesome. If people like it or not, you made the right call. I give both sides, uh, exactly. you know, a chance to, you know, you, I listened to Andrew Shear yesterday. I mm-hmm. listened to JD today. And you know what? You guys are awesome. And haters are going to hate. Everybody's trying to do the best they can. You guys keep it up. You're Thank you so much for that call. Hey, I really appreciate thanks, that. Thanks, Mike. Have a great Thank Christmas, okay? Hey, you too. You betcha. You. And you know what's going to cheer everybody up tomorrow? What? Santa Claus. Oh, that's right. Listen, you squealed. I know. Three until five. Five, Uh, yes. I I really enjoy that show. Mm -hmm. And here's the only thing. Can I put it out there right now? Because this is typical. uh, This is uh, true, I should say, of every guest where we need interaction from our audience. What always happens, whether it's Dr. Gantz, Graham Fedoric, Mm -hmm. Santa Claus, they're all very similar. Um, (laughs) By the time we're... They're all very happy people. They're all happy and informative. They make you feel better. What always happens is nobody wants to be the first caller, Mm. so... We talk to the guest for a little while, and then with about seven to eight minutes to go in the segment, we suddenly have a full bank of calls. Yeah. So start thinking about it right now. Talk to your kids tonight mm-hmm. and say, Santa Claus is going to be on 630 Chad, and he's taking your calls. Because we want, I would love, a ba- if you want guys want to give me a Christmas present this year, and there's no obligation, the present would be a bank of calls ready to talk to Santa Claus at 3.05. Yeah, we just want to hear from Because the kids. I just want to sit back and listen to the kids yeah. and Santa. I don't want to talk. I would be so happy if I did not talk for two hours. I, I would love to sit back like the rest of you and listen uh-huh. to these kids. Because nothing brings back... That Christmas spirit, like hearing the innocence and excitement of children. So we're going to do that tomorrow. And then Andrew and I will be here on uh, Christmas Eve day. We're doing a full show from 2 until 6 o'clock. And I know a lot of you end up by <laughs> 2. Yeah. Um, you probably, you know, have broken out uh, the eggnog or you're mm-hmm. with families. You're, you're, you're with your family. You're doing whatever. We will be doing um, our show on, uh, on Christmas Eve. And it will turn into a bit of our Christmas Carol classic, which includes mm. Yingle Bells. Oh. Oh, By Yorgie Jorgensen. Another, yeah, that is and iconic. And Dominic the Donkey. Oh, another yeah, great one. Yeah. So we will be, um, you know, having some fun with that. So if you want to join <laughs> in a little bit, you want to call in, maybe we'll have uh, just uh, some reminiscing on, on Monday as well as we, as we, you know what, put aside the politics, the, 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 yeah, the politics, the we... crap, the, the, all of the, the negative stuff mm-hmm. and just enjoy um, the, these days moving in 
into what is supposed to be a very fun, yeah. loving, uh, exciting <laughs> peace time on of earth year. kind of peace, yeah that yeah. sort of stuff you know the whole peace on earth and goodwill right, yeah. towards men stuff. <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> okay, quiet for two hours. We're making bets on that. Absolutely, listen. I would much rather listen to kids. Trust me. Uh, okay, let's take a break here. Three o'clock uh, news is coming up. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.